Well, good morning. Good morning, good news. I'm Greg Taylor, the news director at Q Media Radio. And it is time once again for my little nonprofit segment. And today's show is going to be a little bit different. We've got two parts to it. Chris Warrington is going to be joining us in a few minutes. Chris is with the Winona Flotilla, a division of the U.S. Coast Guard. We're going to be talking about safety on the water slash ice in the wintertime. So that's going to run five or six minutes. And the first five or six minutes, I've got the two lead actors from the Red Wing High School. And they are going to be acting in Meredith Wilson's The Music Man. And that's going to come up uh, towards the end of the month. First show is Thursday, January 27th at 7 p.m at the Sheldon Theater. So I'm gonna start, gonna welcome Derek Aiken to the show. Uh, good morning, Derek. Good morning. And Taylor Butenschoen. Good morning. Did I get that right, Butenschoen? Butenschoen, okay, like a boot. All right, all right, very cool. Uh, you two kids are gonna be the two leads, so we're gonna start with Derek. He's to my left here as we talk. And Derek, I, if people don't know what The Music Man is about, because I've heard of this since I was in high school, frankly, that was decades ago. Maybe just give a real fast, Who first, who do you play? And kind of just give us a little bit of a tidbit on what the plot will be. Yeah, so Harold Hill is a traveling salesman set in 1930s Midwest America. And it's in the name. So he travels around and he kind of cons all these towns into these crazy kind of beliefs. And then I end up in River City and the show starts. I'm trying to con this town. I'm trying to make a quick buck. And I make some promises that probably should not be made. And then I end up falling in love and then I'm attached to the town. So that's kind of a basic <laughs> overview. That sounds pretty interesting. And River City, by the way, is in my home state of Iowa, right? Yeah. All right, very cool. Uh, and so we'll talk to uh, Marion. Excuse me, Marion. That's your character's name. Yeah. I, got, I got confused because I had it circled. Taylor Butenschoen. You are you're playing Marion and explain to folks who Marion is in the play. Marion Carew is the local librarian. She's not well-loved around the town. She's got plenty of rumors about her. Like Harold Hill, they both have their caveats, I guess, that people aren't necessarily keen to them always. So it's interesting for Marion. She's kind of shy of the guys. She's Her mother is pushing at her to get married, but she's a little bit particular about her interests. But when she meets Harold, she finds a way of, I don't know, falling for the bad guy, I guess. <laughs> Well, that sounds interesting. Now, does Marion have a certain age she's supposed to be? Like, is she becoming an old maid? Because depending on the era, you know, some people, when you're 19, you're an old maid already. <laughs> According to Amarilla, she could be considered an old maid, yes. <laughs> well, that's interesting, having high school students playing this. So this is fantastic. So we'll go back to uh, Derek Aiken, who plays the lead of Harold Hill. Uh, Derek, have you been in plays before, prior to this? Yeah, I've been in plenty of plays. I think if I, I was just totaling it the other day for a college essay, um, 17 shows total. Nice. Um, so I've, I've kind of done it all. I've been cow, a dad. I've been, I've been plenty of other stuff. So. That is fantastic. You got to play a cow. I'm, presu I'm presuming that was early on in your stage career. Unfortunately not. It was only a couple of years ago as composed as a... Okay. All right. Very cool. I'm going to give you some particulars, folks, in just a moment, by the way, on how to get tickets and when the actual performances are. I'll take care of that here in a minute or two. And we'll go back to uh, Taylor Butenschoen. So, Taylor, you're playing Marion, the other lead, the librarian. So have you had stage experience at Red Wing High School? Yes. I've been in musicals since freshman year. Nice. Um, in the high school. 
I haven't done nearly as many as Derek has, but okay. I try to stay busy. Well, let's uh, before we get a conversation here going again, let me give you the pertinent details. You can get tickets online at sheldontheater.org. They've got four performances to choose from. The ticket prices are all the same regardless. $20 for the general public, $13 for students. Uh, the first night, the debut, first night is always exciting, and I'm sure it's going to be fabulous. Thursday, January 27th, 7 p.m., Friday the 28th at 7.30, Saturday the 29th at 7.30 p.m., and then a Sunday the 30th, a 3 p.m. matinee. And again, you can get those tickets online at sheldontheater.org right now. Those are up and uh, for sale. Well, this is going to be so much fun. Did you know much about The Music Man before you got the script and heard and obviously you auditioned, I presume? I had absolutely no clue. I had never heard of it. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I'd... Well, the difference in our age. Uh, how about you, Taylor? Had you heard of The Music Man before? Um, I knew a couple songs from it. I knew 76 trombones, but I didn't know anything oh. about the plot. No, see, I didn't even know that song was in it, but even I know that song. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, this is going to be so much fun. Are you guys really excited? Yeah, it's uh, it's getting there. You know, we're as of now, we're two weeks out from the show, and it's kind of like hitting me. I think right now it's easy to get really, I don't know, in our heads and a little bit stressed and bogged down, but by the time the shows are here, it's just going to be explosive. Like, we're going to have a great time. Yeah, definitely. And how big is the cast, roughly? Either of them. The cast, I don't know, 30 kids maybe? Oh, wow. Probably. It's nice. fairly large. We have a pretty large ensemble to carry us, so. And is Julie Martin, is she directing? Uh, or there's somebody co else? Co-directing, Julie Martin is with Sean Douse. Oh, our this, former mayor, yeah, I believe. Is, okay. Is, he's done plenty of Red Wing High School musicals. Oh, you know what? His, I heard that about yeah. him. This is his last one. Well, we really want to thank Derek Aiken and Taylor Butenschoen, who play Harold Hill and the librarian Marion, respectively, in the upcoming production of The Music Man. Meredith Wilson's The Music Man. I don't want Meredith Wilson's uh, relatives to come and find me and beat me senseless. Uh, again, those nights, uh, Thursday the 27th of this month at 7 p.m., Friday the 28th, and Saturday the 29th at 7.30, Sunday the 30th at 3 p.m. Ticket price is $20 for general admission to the public, $13 for students, and you can get those tickets online right now at sheldontheater.org. Thanks so much, Taylor and Derek. This was fun. Thank you so much uh, for coming in. Thank you. No, thank you. Well, good morning, good news, part two, so to speak. We're going to be uh, talking with Chris Warrington from the Winona area. He's part of the Winona Flotilla, which is part of the U.S. Coast Guard Auxiliary. And we appreciate Chris being on today. And uh, this is our conversation about the do's and don'ts of cold water boating slash ice fishing. And we really appreciate uh, Chris's time this morning. On the lakes and the rivers in the area right now, and uh, you know the opportunity to find yourself on the wrong side of the ice at any of those. Sure, and I guess they actually kind of dovetail into each other because uh, one of the you're obviously not there on the water. You're probably not out there on the water with boats. I don't think during the winter is that right. that'd be pretty right. uncommon. I mean, not, not typically. As we get more towards spring, you'll find people doing uh, the you know spring fishing up towards the lock and dam, but. Uh, you know, right now it's your ice houses and, and snowmobiles that are kind of the, the thing. So Sure, and it sounds like they've got a minimum ice guideline, basically. Yeah, so the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources puts out a nice brochure and a guide on that. So for new clear ice, you know, under four inches, just don't go. It's just not worth it. Four inches of clear ice, ice fishing and other activities on foot are 
perfectly fine. You need really five to seven inches of clear ice for snowmobiles and ATVs, um, and then you're getting into that eight to 12 inches of ice for any cars or small pickups. Anything beyond that, you're going to want to be in the you know, 12 to 15 inch range and uh, make sure that you have at least 50 feet or greater between vehicles and that you move them every so often because the ice does flex and you don't want to sink your car out on the ice. Wow. So let's say somebody does fall in. Obviously, and we talked about it during the summer, life jackets are important, but people probably not thinking about that in the winter, are they? So there's, you know, even if you don't have a life jacket on, which we do recommend that if you're going to be out on ice, that you use a float coat, which are uh, insulated jackets that also qualify as a life jacket and provide plenty of flotation. But in the event that you find yourself out on the ice going through without a life jacket on, you know, you're clothing can provide you a level of flotation that's going to hold some air. Uh, it also insulates you a little bit, you know, so despite what you might think, actually that clothing is going to help you not only stave off the, the cold, but uh, to provide a little bit of flotation as well. But obviously the best option is to have a life jacket or float coat on. And you'll find that with a lot of fishing, uh, winter fishing jackets that you buy nowadays are actually built to be what we consider a float coat. That's interesting. That's pretty cool. And again, kind of going back to summer, a float plan, let people know where you're at is always good, and then dress properly. And I think people in in Wisconsin and Minnesota realize that, that, you know, you dress in layers. I always heard that, uh, you know, up in Minnesota when I was in Iowa. And we did that down there, too, because, frankly, northern Iowa is not a whole lot different from where we live. But those things are important. And then what do you do if you do fall in the water? I found that pretty interesting. Well, the first thing is that, you know, it's counterintuitive and it's hard to control, but the biggest thing is not to panic. That initial shock of the cold water is going to take your breath away, and the very first thing you want to do is not take a giant gulp of cold water. So to keep your wits about you, you just want to stay afloat. If you have a life jacket on, that's going to help you with that. If not, those clothes that you do have on and that trapped air that's in there is going to help keep you up. And then, you know, the next thing is to, to formulate your plan to get out of that cold water. Once you fall into the water, you really only have about 10 minutes of meaningful movement to get yourself out of that situation. Uh, After that, uh, hypothermia really takes hold and uh, it prevents you from making purposeful and methodical movements to get yourself free of that situation. Having people nearby, going out, uh, if you're going to go out ice fishing, go out with a buddy or let people know that you're going out. Uh, Go out to an area where there are other people. Um, That's going to be your best bet for rescue if you're unable to to extricate yourself from the situation is having other people nearby who can call for help. And then uh, they can attempt to assist you, but they're going to have to do it from, you know, a safe distance, whether they've got ropes to throw or um, or things like that. But the idea is to not go through in the first place, I guess, is where we're, we're headed with that. Definitely, definitely. And you guys have a uh, website and a Facebook page. And uh, on Facebook, it is under Winona Flotilla. And then they've got the link to actually to uh, the website, which is pretty complicated to say out loud. But uh, the yeah. link... For anyone interested, you can check out the the United States Coast Guard Auxiliary at www.cgaux.org and uh, find information there. A great spot to go to is the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources, another one of our partners that helps spread the information on being safe on the water, whether it's frozen or in the liquid form. But our other partners with Goodyear County, Wabasha County, and Winona County 
all have great information. The Department of Natural Resources conservation officers are a wealth of information when you see them out while you're ice fishing or uh, snowmobiling. Uh, they're there to help you and keep you safe. Happy to answer any of your questions if you come across them. So. Well, thanks, Chris. I really appreciate the conversation this morning, and thanks. You bet. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Well, that's going to wrap it up for Good Morning Good News on this Sunday morning. We want to thank our guest, Chris Warrington from the U.S. Coast Guard, Winona Flotilla, who we just heard. And previously, our conversation with the two leads for the Red Wing High School's production of Meredith Wilson's The Music Man. And that would have been Derek Aiken and Taylor Butenshone. We really appreciate uh, their time today. And we'll talk to you next week right here on Good Morning Good News.